ball in. Knocks it across by Walker. It's ball inside. It's in. Dundee have scored. An amazing winner that will be. Sprinting from the midfield. Georgian Nzanti. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith, and with me, as usual, is Paul Gray. Good to be here, Danny. How are you? Uh, not too bad. I did, couldn't be arsed thinking of a big intro for you this week. That's all right. Makes a change. Kind of <laughs> puts me on the spot a wee bit. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Um, but here, another weekend. Another weekend without a Dundee defeat. Happy days. <laughs> Long may it continue. The run continues. <laughs> I don't even thought of it that way. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's always positives that you've got to try and think of. Um, oh, definitely. But listen, here, let's speak about uh, a certain cup final. First and foremost, I had everything, did it? I mean, somebody, a team two nil up, the other team coming back, the... the to pull them back to two all and eventually a winner. Um, I enjoyed watching the rerun of the 2009-2010 Challenge Cup final. What about you? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, Danny. <laughs> that's pretty. You, you're getting good at this researching that now, eh? It's not research. It's just, just improvising. It's good. Eh? It's good. What a final. That's. Well, I, I was speaking. It, about, I was speaking about the France Argentina. I was still on about Dundee, Cali. Well, we'll speak about the Cali one. <laughs> Indy Cali, what a final, brilliant <laughs> No, but that World Cup, Jesus What Best final I've ever seen Well, was. World, World Cup final Yeah, we've not seen many finals Well, in person But <laughs> <laughs> no, <we've not. laughs> On TV, obviously But um, see for the first 80 minutes It's uh, It just looked like a run of the mill Argentina victory A Jesus. France team decimated by an illness Um I'm not buying it. Never looked that. like then. Well, I mean, for the 80 minutes, I looked like it, but. Like your lasagna gate part two. <laughs> nah, nah. But, I mean, as soon that the penalty, and then right afterwards, two all. Like, you absolutely fantastic goal for Mbappe. Um, big Desi will be looking at his mate, watching his mate on TV in Dundee. I thought I that. showed him that, yes. Uh, I, I taught him every and he knows. <laughs> he wouldn't have been where he is without me. <laughs> you know, it's funny, like, see before that, see before Mbappe scored, like, his first, I was cl- so close to sending it a tweet going, has Mbappe even touched the ball? <laughs> and then he goes and does that. Like, just phenomenal player. Phenomenal, but, oh well, Argentina <laughs> done it. Happy days. I had everything, though, did it? I mean, it's... These cup finals fail to live up to expectation, I think, half of the time. But this one, amazing. I mean, even when Messi scored the goal next to the time, you've, you kind of thought that was it. But both teams just, every time they attacked, it's, it just seemed like one of them can score. Yeah. And also that, that did happen. Um, both also, teams just going for it. Both teams yeah. just going for it. You know, there was none of this, like, Argentina score a goal and sit back mm-hmm. and try and see out 1-0. Nah, they still wanted to go and get a second. And then... France came into the game and it was just honestly, I, I kind of put into words how brilliant that game was. I just hope like the kind of like BBC ITV like put the whole game on online again so you can watch it because I'll happily watch that game from start to finish again. It was the best, best I've oh, seen. It's just I'll, incredible. I'll definitely be on the iPlayer for at least seven days or something. Brilliant. But um, even like the goalkeepers, uh, the the shot, the save for Messi in the like the ninety seventh minute, a couple of other saves that the um, French keeper done, and then obviously the other end near the end of extra time, that save for the Argentina goalkeeper. I mean, oh, Martinez, what oh. a save! He had no right. Save of the tournament purely because of the the time and place mm-hmm. and what it meant. Absolutely amazing. Just, oh, just incredible, just incredible. I'd. I'd I mean, obviously, everybody kind of, well, probably 99.9% of the world wanted to see Messi mm-hmm. getting it. You know what I mean? That's him basically done everything now. But honestly, seeing seeing him kissing that the trophy, mm-hmm. I was near bubbling. Like, <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. See, for me, that settles any debate on who's mm-hmm. better between him and a certain Ronaldo. Not even the proper Ronaldo. Pinaldo. 
Pinaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Messi scored about like four penalties this tournament. <laughs> I hate all that, but yeah, no, nah, it definitely settles the debate, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. It was funny, me and a few couple of pals were speaking about Oh, was one mate in particular, Jackson, was going on about like when you see Messi, or eventually if we see Messi lifting that, it'll be almost a, as iconic, if not more iconic than you know Maradona in '86. And see some of the photos that are going about just now are just man, I've got a pure lump in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> Sat here with my Argentina top on. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around, can he join the back? No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <that's>... <laughs> What I found funny was, well, not funny, but it was, um, so it went to penalties and both keepers of can walk in to the penalty spot or can wait to just like shake hands or whatever. And it was, the commentator was like, um, and so-and-so, I can't remember their name, just um, so-and-so from Aston Villa and so-and-so from Tottenham. Like these, two, <laughs> these two goalkeepers were playing the walk-up final penalty shootout. Um, uh, made Aston that, Villa uh, and playing Tottenham. I watched it on, I watched it on ITV, just, well, Alan McCoyce was on it and you get a good bit from him. Just sadly, Lee Dixon was on it. But anyway, um, but they were going on about like the boy McAllister, first Brighton player to play at the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, the World Cup final, sorry, and uh, Emmy Martinez, first Aston Villa player to play at a World Cup final as well. Just thought it was cool as anything. That it was boy, absolutely class. A boy called McAllister is now a World Cup winner and he's no Scottish. Mad. <laughs> <for> Scotland. Absolutely <laughs> madness. Madness, but when you see the photo of his old boy, you've more than likely seen it. He's just this mm-hmm. ginger guy <laughs> in a Boca <laughs> Junior strip, Carlos McAllister or someone. It's just mental. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, I mean, yeah, okay, we'll feel bad for Mbappe, you know, scoring a World Cup final hat trick and being on the losing side, you know, unlucky for him, but good for Messi, though. I think it's with Mbappe. He'll, he's got plenty of time to go and <laughs> add a couple more to his. Uh, list of honours to be honest I think it was like, I think he's on like it was 13, 12 or 13 World Cup goals and closes the top at 16 and Mbappe's like 23 Yeah, <laughs> he's breaking that and the French team are just continuously good aren't they, so I think they're like half their team are like I think the boy described it as next generation you're just like, well, mm. these people haven't got a chance have they, they'll nah. be there or thereabouts all the time the boy, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it, the boy in the middle of the park, that t- was it Tuchemi or something? Tuchemi that's at Real Madrid or something? Oh, didn't ask me, I think I had to pronounce oh. your name half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Tuchemi, number eight, he went to Madrid for like about 70 odd million, you were like, what's this boy? And then seeing him at this World Cup, you are just like, oh my word, what a player, <laughs> what a player. But it was, it was funny listening to, like obviously on that, uh, when Mbappe was, or when they got the second penalty, France, and McCoyce was going, kind of like just egging the other commentators on, going, oh, do you think Mbappe should take the second penalty? You know what I mean? You know, these second penalties, you know, people bottle it at second penalties, kind of obviously having a wee dig at about Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely, just a wee subtle dig, it was just class. <laughs> do you know, give a, another wee quote about, um, that's the first hat-trick in the World Cup final where the ball crossed the line in three yeah. occasions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, brilliant. But you you kind of put his foot in that a wee bit when he says, "Oh, oh when was the last World Cup hat, World Cup final hat trick?" And then obviously they got to mention, yeah. you know, you know what? But we're not going to mention that, though, are we? <laughs> that was brilliant. It was just like I says. I'm I'm as soon as that's up on uploaded on the iPlayer, I'm watching that game again. It was just brilliant. Just it's a weird, it had everything. It's a weird thing, mate, because at the start of this tournament, we'd done the pod and. Myself, I was like, I'm not really into it. The time no. of year, the whole, the the kind of reason, the way it's staged and the whole kind of political things and everything that we'll not really dive into really. Yeah. Um, but it's turned out to be probably one of the best World Cups I've actually seen. They've had <laughs> upsets around the way and I don't know, I just, um, I think the games that I've seen, like the entertainment value has been fantastic, I think. Yeah, no, th- some good upsets. Morocco, the team of the tournament for me, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I think that should be everybody's team of the tournament. A couple of their players are just that boy Amrabat. Pff, wow, mm-hmm. almost as good as Sean Byrne. Almost, almost. I'm gonna emphasise nah, on that. Just, just. <laughs> uh, I mean, I enjoyed the World Cup, but there was too many of the nil nils. You know, nil nil at half time, and then some of the games were as boring as shit. But then 
it's kind of just came alive towards the end of the tournament, which is what you want. But that mm-hmm. that final, I mean, I'd happily sit through those crappy games to watch that final again. It was just, I t- honestly, I can't describe it. It was just tremendous. Mm-hmm. Best game, I, one of the best games I've ever watched. Oh, 100%. I just like the way you've seen like, teams like Germany and Spain get yeah. absolutely shafted. And they, but the, the way it happened and... and Teams getting wins against teams that you'd never expected and can stuff just purely like that. It just kind of upset the status quo of teams yes. that always go through all the time. I mean, you had the usual um, things that happened where you had France getting through Argentina, you had England getting put out um, after winning it once they reached the last sixteen, can stuff like that. <laughs> Team of the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, honestly, I thought it was. Um, uh, a really good tournament, like you say, it's probably I say one of the best ones. Me personally, enjoyment wise, one of the, the best ones because half the time when the World Cup's on, I'm normally in a pub and you get pushed, and then you forget half of the match. But yeah. now I'm a dad. Every time I'm, I'm sitting with a coffee watching it, so I'm actually paying attention to the games and enjoying it more. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, nah, I'll agree with you. Yeah, it was a good World Cup. No, my favourite though. My favourite will be '98. I seen well, yeah, ninety eight was a cracker. That was the yeah. I always remember that one. It was the first time I, I was um, my old man gave us a pint. I say a pint. It was a lag of shandy, but it was close enough. <laughs> um, and uh, just the, yeah, the the whole France thing. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic as well. What were the four in the first tournaments I watched from start to finish? Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. My old boy recorded a lot of ninety four for us, but it's only about seven. Do you know what I mean? But I still remember some of the games, you know, Stoichkov and all that. But see, I remember '94 yeah. as well. They came up now that I'm, now that I was speaking about it. I think it's moved the Qatar World Cup's moved on to like third in my list. Like France and USA have topped it. Well, 2002 um, and 2006 as well. You know, come on, I'd never really watched them in so. When you now it was a good tournament. I'm glad, but a part of me, I'm kind of like happy. It's kind of over now, right? Mm-hmm. It's just domestic football crack on and domestic football is what we didn't have this weekend I know yeah it's a pity uh, really a disappointed rope. yeah weather you can't do nothing with the weather um, parts of the stadium on I don't know what it was but I'm going to say it's pipes mm-hmm. um, the old dairy as well I mean they can stand up to a lot of things but when it comes to an ice and like minus degrees and all that it's a uh, it's well, always it's first that you think to go. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. I mean, some people saying frozen pipes and burst pipes and all this kind of stuff, but I mean, I, mean, I think there was out of the 20 games, you know, from the Premier to the League Two, there was only seven that went ahead. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it tells you that <laughs> it wasn't like a one-off. It was not no. like anybody could have done anything to stop it. But no. I mean, I'm gut- obviously I'm gutted because I was, I, was, I was choking to get to the game. Really, mm-hmm. really was. But um I mean, at least we were told, you know, the day before, unlike, you know, Annan and Bonnie Rigg, their game got called off at two o'clock on the day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you, if there's an incline that's going to be called off then. It's going to get called off, isn't it? Let's so call it can't believe that. I mean, like, yours was the surrounding areas as well. Like the streets, yeah. the pavements in Dundee have been awful, haven't they? Because it's icy. Then it kind of falls out a wee bit. Then... And the process of falling, it's just the, the temperatures just dropped again. Yep. And it's just iced up again. It's been uh, ridiculous, to be honest. So you want to think about the fans coming from Cove, first and foremost, also. I mean, I doubt there would be many of them coming to Dens, but you still got to take in consideration the trip that they're going to make. No, um, and, and, the, and the players for them as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a game that you wanted on because we've also got a big game, you want to keep the momentum going, but it was not to be. But no. in another way, I mean, if there's any illnesses or injuries within Dens Park or the Gardine, um, Theatre College, whatever we call it again, um, mm-hmm. that uh, hopefully that's the, the extra week off has helped with uh, the healing process. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, I think Boyer said that it's not just a sickness bug, there's a couple of bugs floating about the team. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sickness bug, but then he's put. He said that there was a chest thing. But God knows what that. That'll be maybe chest infections. I don't know. But maybe mm-hmm. the Dundee players, maybe the French players, were eating the same food as the Dundee players. 
the sickness bug. You know what I mean? But no, I think that this... Like stovies. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it, 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 fusty stovies. <laughs> Mince pet roll. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That sounds wonderful, actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, obviously, God, and I said, I'm sure I said on the last week's pod that, you know, Parrick would get, Parrick would beat there. And see, looking at it, I mean, I was confident that Dundee were going to beat Cove. We, we could have been sat here top. So mm-hmm. But we'll just say it, do it. Next week. So we'll look week. at, yeah, well, yes, this week. So we'll look at, um, actually, Kim, what, Paul, I'm not feeling anybody. What well, again, it's recorded on, we we'll just pretend. Well, no pretending anymore. That's recorded on the Monday. This is Sunday. <laughs> yeah, true. It's Sunday. We've just seen the World Cup. We're absolutely jigging. We're just <laughs> we're getting too excited. Um, I mean, one one thing I was going to say. I mean, obviously the the game being called off after all the you know all the work and the grim stuff and that I've done. Um, but the burst pipes and all this kind of stuff. But a lot of people, have, or that I've spoken to anyway, have been saying that it was more to do with the main stand. But so for me, that's kind of. I don't know if about you, Danny, but it feels like it kind of strengthens the need for new campy. You know what I mean? Hi. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the statement said it wasn't just one area of the stadium. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're not going to be looking at behind the goal. Nah. Either side. Um, so it's going to be either one of them. And there is that. Uh, well, Nell said it himself in an interview that the the well, the capacity in that main stand is going to be getting reduced over the years because, or the next coming years, because of. Uh, Health and safety and the upkeep, yeah. and obviously they're cutting back for what they hope for, uh, what they'll hopefully be wanting as a new stadium. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all that if that's the of some of the problems has been in the main stand purely because of what's been said in the the past month or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like how I like how you touched on like you know the kind of surrounding areas because a lot of people seem to think that it's just I just sweep the sweep the snow off the pitch and get a red ball. It's it's not just that. It's, <laughs> <laughs> players will not be able to play on that pitch. And like the statement said, it was you know it could be an arrest to player safety. But then yeah. obviously with the start, like you know, folk going to the game. Can you imagine walking up or down Provey Road. Well, Stuff just we say on. that Dens is right bang in the middle of either going up or going down. And so Correct. it's uh, yep, and nine times out of ten it's going down. Um, but <laughs> yep, uh, and it would be a yellow bar as well. Wouldn't it be a red bar, surely? Yeah, yellow bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, they play with a yellow ball now, do they not? Aye. Yeah. So. I always like to see a red ball coming out. As long as there's no burnt red, then yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, let's speak about the 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 games that did take place. So, the Riff won all with Arbroath. Riff are kind of now. Teetering away from being there or thereabouts, uh, the, the top bit now they're on a, uh, a bad run of form. So it's no surprise to see Arbroath actually draw. I think this is a fourth draw in five games. Um, so that result's not really a surprise. No. Uh, and then also the big one, especially for us, um, is Partick beating air 3 2 at Fairhill. Partick have just decided that they're going to stop being shit and win a game. And they've done it at a good time for us. Felt like a victory. Mm-hmm. I, for me, anyway, I felt like a Dundee victory. I yeah. was absolutely jigging. I mean, obviously, when you know you seen it come up one 0 there, you're like, "Who scored?" <laughs> yeah, big yep. Akin Yemi, and you're like, oh, surprise, God, surprise, wasn't it? You're like, "Here we go!" And then all of a sudden, Harry Milne pops up with a header, bullet header, brilliant header. Um, I seen that goal, and then I kind of switched off after that. Um, but what a result for us! Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, I, I'm positive I mentioned that on the last pod. I had a funny feeling Park were going to win that game. And I'm, I, and I'm choking and I'm glad that they did. Yep. <laughs> Obviously, brilliant result. So, I mean, that, that's, I mean that, that's a good result for Partick though. And I looked four points behind us. We've got a game in hand, mind you. So, mm-hmm. um, but they seem to be getting their act together off the pitch. And there's a win that kind of coincides with it. Let's hope it doesn't continue, but we'll just wait and see I mean at the end of the day all you got to worry about is your in results and if anybody can do you a favour left here and there so that has happened and it tees us up for the well the big the big battle on Friday night under the lights on BBC Scotland Air versus Dundee is it on the telly? Oh, I didn't say it's not on the telly I've just bummed up with being on the telly I think you know what it might be I'm not oh. 100% sure I thought I got moved for the telly. 
Or is it no just because it's Christmas Eve on Saturday? <sighs> I don't know, actually. So you, you mean I've got to find a dodgy stream to watch it now? Oh, um, <laughs> plenty of them, man, plenty of them. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, there's no other championship games on on Christmas Eve. I think it's probably just moved for because it's Christmas Eve, mate. But if, oh, well. Either way, I'll, I'll somehow manage to uh, watch that. Well, there you go. If it's no on the telly, then... No, I don't think it is. Ah, oh, well, then. My bad. So if anybody's listening in, didn't go and put the BBC uh, Scotland on to listen to it, because it have just told lies. <laughs> Sheer and utter lies. Yes. How dare thou? <laughs> Getting everybody's hopes up like that. <laughs> I know. Um, <coughs> he's goals. <clears throat> yep. But, hey, if it's no on the telly, it'll, whoops, that'll be a... So that was me flinging my phone down in disgust at the fact that I was so adamant I was on the BBC. That I'd done he did actually intro. throw it down. I could see him do it. I seen him. <laughs> that, that phone's no more. <laughs> but listen, it's um, it's going to be a tough game. Like you say, we are on, is it nine games unbeaten? Mm. Is it seven wins on the trot? Yep. Am I, am I right or are you just like agreeing with me? No, I'm pretty. No, I, I, you're right. <laughs> I'm just flinging at numbers here. Um, Fifteen games unbeaten. <laughs> no, I think uh, you're right. I'm pretty certain you are. I mean, air. We've kind of caught. I think that Pine Bovril done like the last six games and points total. I think we've caught up like five, five points. We've kind of been able to scrub off air's lead yeah. um, on the rap test and. I was looking and I seen that their last defeat prior to Partick was against us back in October. So, I mean, they've been on a good run as well, obviously. Um, a lot of draws in it. Well, we've started piling in the wins. So, uh, it's got the making of being a scrappy game. I'm not going to think it's going to be like France-Argentina here. This is going to be a scrappy game on a Friday night when it's absolutely bitter as hell. Mm, nah, I, think? I, I, th- I think it's going to be an absolute stonker of a match. What, I, what I mean is, I think there's going to be much. There's going to be, not going to be much skill on show, is there? Yeah, it's going to be blood and snorters and all that in between. Eh, going for it, fighting for it, and yeah, I'm telling you, man, Dundee are winning that as well. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got. I'm sorry, I'm just putting that out there. But I mean, mm. I'm I'm pretty good. Obviously, with the Cove game, no going ahead. But like it says, I thought we would have won. We could have been we could have been going down to Somerset Park, absolutely swagger onto the pitch, like mm-hmm. fucking here we go. You know yeah. what I mean? But but I still feel like the pressure's on them. They're sitting top, you know. They're on their home patch. They're no one to mm-hmm. look like mugs against us that are challenging against them. But I still think Dundee are going to go there and absolutely smash them. Aye, I mean, I didn't get us wrong. There'll be pressure on both teams, but I think you're, you're right. They will have the home crowd behind them. They just came off a defeat against a rival. Uh, team and um, yeah I mean they're looking at it now that teams can now bypass them at the top so the, they've probably got more pressure than us, we've got that game in hand so that we can um, if, if, some, if we did lose then we've still got a game in hand to, to close the deficit again Yeah, um, yeah. you don't want to think like that Danny that's quite, no, that's quite I'm, negative I'm trying to take it from all angles no, okay. but I'm, I'm with you on that it's uh, it's it's got to be got to be a win here, got to be a win. And the way we've been playing, it, it really should be. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, like I was saying, I mean, obviously, with going back to player fitness and that, we've 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 now, well, how many days would that be between games? What is that? When was the last game? Is that no? I mean, eight nine last Saturday, days. So, like yeah. That. Yeah, so, I mean, that gives us the time, the, the sickness bug to get out the team, this chess thing, get out the team, Robinson, you know, get back, Marshall, get back, I mean, I, I would, I'm, I'm totally confident that we're going to go there and win, mm-hmm. and and going to Christmas, top of the tree, like. Mm-hmm. The, if, if we did the game plan that we did when we played them at Dents, and just shot off their top striker, yep. and that worked wonders. Yep. That's ah, you've got today, and we've said that, was... that in the pod before them. Ah, that's how you've got today. I stop him, and we did, and we won. Correct. Just got to go and do that again. See what I was thinking when I was having a look at it. I mean, this will be game, well, technically game week nineteen. You know, mm-hmm. but is this not like the third time we've played them? And the yes, season? Like, I was going to say that as well. 
it seems like all the games against them have been flung in quite early. Normally, you're, if you feel like you've only came up against the team second uh, yeah. for the second time around this time, and we've already played them, like you say, this will be the third time. Um, I didn't get that because I always no. thought it was like when they put out the, the fixtures, it was team evenly, A, B, C, D, out. and then yeah. team A, B. Once you've done that, but this is the third game against them. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> get them at the road. You know what I mean? I know. But I just think that's mad. Um, but you're right though with the the last game where we beat them. What was it? Two one. Mm-hmm. That yep. was when McMullen scored an absolute screamer for about eighty yards. <laughs> I mean, that, I've said that that game we were easily putting on our best performance of the season yeah. until we gifted them a goal, yeah. and they, they came back into it a wee bit. Eh? But uh, you knew you were, it was, you knew you were going to win that game. Yeah. But all you got to do is cut out the gifts, cut out the supply to the their striker, um, put them in the air first couple of minutes, correct, and then that, just go, just go with that. Because drag the, the, the stud, teams... drag the studs down the back of the ankle, <laughs> everyone, get the old tracks in, just get in his head. Like just... Paul, Paul's like no advocating of any assault of any kind on the pitch from the Dundee players onto the air striker, but but <laughs> get stuck in. <laughs> Let him Kenya there. Just make sure you don't <laughs> do it in front of the ref. <laughs> and here, and the BBC cameras aren't there either. So here. Nobody's going, go <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. Nobody's going to see it. A wee fucking elbow to the kidneys. Come on, just, just fucking get right in about them, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I says, I think we'll be going there. The momentum's still there. The momentum will still, even though we've not played against Cove there, the momentum will still be there, and we will go in there confident. And I'm telling you, we are going to smash them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm fully confident that we're going to win. I mean, I'm still not going though, because obviously I'll get my head bitten off. But these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going because it turns out I'm working that night, um, but that, that that night that day, and it's a half hour finish, so yeah. that is totally in the bin for me. Shite. But like I said, I was I was all prepared to be like, well, that's fine. Go him, get a few bottles and sit and watch it um, through my taxpayer's license, and then um, you know. But things are going to change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll definitely be watching it. Like. Definitely. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, Team-wise, I mean, I kind of see the team changing a lot, apart from maybe Robinson coming back in. Yeah. Rudin dropped. Be kind if, of unfair on Rudin. If he's I think, fat. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be unfair on Rudin. Mm-hmm. But again, if if Robinson's at, like, if he's at full fitness, he's got to start. Mm-hmm. But... If he's still no 100% now, nah, keep him on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he'd be a good impact. I would like, if he's not 100%, he'd be the type of play, player that I'd be wanting to put on and be half enough to go beside Lyle Cameron, who I spoke about last week, who comes in and makes an impact during that time. So if you get these two boys up top coming on at that time, mm-hmm. you have adding something new, something different, a little bit more energetic uh, against the air defence who... Hopefully, been ran ragged for McMullen and Rudden. Um, yep. So there's other ways to think. Well, him no starting isn't a bad thing because, and just like what I said, um, aye, there's no many many changes to make. I didn't kind of feel what we any injuries. Marshall, um, we McGowan. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, one player with no we've not touched on McGowan. We're not going to either until I actually find out the full story about it. But nah. um, yeah, He's got unfair. a nice head of hair now, though. <laughs> I just want to get how he pays for it. I, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, we'll not speak about that until all the facts are out, because um, it'd be unfair on the team player as well. Um, just unfair in general until hmm. well, anything else has been said about it. So we'll move swiftly on. Here's me saying, I'm not saying about it, I'll make a joke about 10 seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were going to bring it up at one point. What we're going to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but now we're going to put it back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it'll be the same choices as what we've had for the past few weeks. Um, no much of a change. The team looks settled. They're uh, firing all cylinders as well. It's looking good up top. Up, you know, we've got McMullen. Um, best form is life at Dundee 
Rudden's starting to knock them in. Robertson's when he's playing, he's knocking them in. You've got people contributing from midfield. Mm. You've got Ashcroft looking better. You've got Sweeney looking better with Ashcroft there. You've got McGee in a good position. And you've got Cammy Kerr like, playing a blind out at left back as well. Who do you play in goal? Ah, no. You would have to stick with your legs then. Mm. I think, oh, it'd, be okay. harsh. I think okay. it'd be harsh to drop him because he's came in and he has... Has he kept two clean sheets since he's came in? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's not had much to do in the game, so. But when he has been brought in, he's played. He's he's had a few good saves. Um, I would leave him in. I think. Would you? No, I put Lawler back in. Would you? Hmm. Just, I, hmm. I think the games that he was playing, or the the way he was playing prior to that. Stotting his head against the post, he was just a just like a different player, different goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, he has been he, a different keeper this season. Yeah, his distribution. We've spoken about it before. Is just I get stunned on the front foot mm-hmm. like that. He's just he's got yeah. the eye for the player, the eye for a pass, and I mean he makes some incredible saves and he comes out and commands his box, which mm-hmm. we've not really had for a while. So, I mean if he's fit and that and the concussion, he's he's noggins all right then. I'd probably put Lawler back in, but that's me. <laughs> yeah, I was doing um, adding a few games to the website and uh, noticed that he was actually in the squad who made the, the journey up here to play Dundee in 2014. Oh, the Man City? Man City, yeah. I, I was at that game. Yeah, I was, I was class. I was on was holiday, class. so I wasn't there. Uh, Dundee um, wearing the red strap. Yeah, that is one of the best on these strips that we've had in many a years, and yeah, it was like only for pre-season. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Tom. That was, I'm sure, Tan Kulich and that was playing that. Tan, Tan Kulich, Kulich was like a trialist or something. <laughs> Did he not score? And then it was like he signed and he was pish. <laughs> Aye, Hartkins, we are penalty in Tan Kulich. Yeah. It was cool as anything, like seeing like Samir Nazari and that, like taking a corner, <laughs> like yeah. in the Bobby Cox. You're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> was it the keeper? Was the keeper Willie Caballero? No sign for like millions upon millions, like, <laughs> and then yeah. he played shit. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he bottled it under the dense park atmosphere. Yeah, that was cool. That I, I, God, I forgot about that. That was good. I enjoyed that game. <laughs> I was just looking through the list of players when I was adding them in, and was, you know, all that right enough. Yep, I could be like a pop quiz question or something. Nah, that wouldn't be. Nah, probably. <laughs> and if it was, it would only be me and you would get it. <laughs> It'd probably just be you. <laughs> yeah. <it> was... <laughs> You're on my team though, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but I think that's basically it for the, the air preview. It is what it is. Um, what we just said is what everybody else will probably be thinking or just go and win because now we're at the point where um, the January wind is going to be uh, getting kicked right open and teams will be wheeling and dealing like mad I think and um, they will need to, they will be wanting to go on top here and they want to be going into this especially Christmas and New Year top of the league yeah. um, the players will have everything to play for well obviously they've got everything to play for but you know what I mean they'll be wanting to make sure that their position is not under threat either um, and they are producing the goods so uh, I can see, like I said, Dundee being well up for this one and the airs, but I think we'll just be too much up for them. Yeah, I think both both teams are definitely going to be game for this, like hundred mm-hmm. percent. But I'd, uh, it would be great to see Dundee going top for Christmas because I think they deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously, yeah. it only matters what happens, you know, at the end of the season. But I feel like if you get in, if you get in top now, stay top to the end of the obviously the end of the year. It's like about two mm-hmm. weeks or something. But stay top. It's we, we mentality. You know, thing, you know, they might be starting to shite at, you know, mm-hmm. and we might just go, right, fucking seize later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last... No, honestly, I'm I'm totally confident. I'm, I've usually been sat like on the fence about all this, you know, but nah. <laughs> Paul, you've never been sat on the fence. Every week it's, we're going to, we're going to pump them. We're going to absolutely annihilate them. 6-0, 5-0. Who, who am I kidding? 8-0. Every week, then you think about, then even you think that you sit on the fence here. You have no fence. <laughs> I wish people could see my face right now. It's pure bright red. Got an absolute minter. Oh, <laughs> well, you sit in a fenceless garden. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> dark blue, man, honestly. But, nah, I'm, I'm confident. I'm, I'm choking to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, three points for us. But I mean, here, look, if you get a point there, 
I'm I'd still be pretty chuffed for that. Like a point point mm-hmm. away from home, it's not a bad result, but I'm still saying we're going to win. Yeah, uh, you came up. You're hundred percent correct there. That a point away from home on a Friday night against a team that are top of the league wouldn't it be a bad result. No, it wouldn't be because, uh, like, see, we've now got the game in hand against Cove, and still, like, say, half the season to go for. It's uh, it's definitely no. It's uh, it, it could be a case for some. It's didn't lose, just yeah. didn't lose. I can like we all want to go there and win, but some people might be playing it cautious and think to yourself, just didn't lose this game, and I'd be and happy. Didn't lose it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and if we draw, we'll come on to next week's pod and be saying, well, we drew no points, with no falling behind them any further. You wouldn't hear any complaints for, for yourselves, I didn't think, unless we miss uh, an abundance of chances and we decided to lynch everybody in the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. But, I mean, I've I've always said that. I mean, like, look, you win your win your home games. Mm-hmm. Pick up some wins away from home. We draws against teams above you away from home. Then mm, you could mm-hmm. be looking good. Could be looking good. But yeah, like you said, you know, going into the January, I'd I'd want us to be top. I'd want us to be top because you know, I I personally don't think the team needs much strengthening. Yeah, that's that's my. my that's my position. I just think uh, the youngsters need signed, but we've already spoke about that. We've already had a begging podcast yeah. asking for the youngsters to be signed. I don't um, think there's any point in bringing in boys on loan that are playing for like fucking Nenemer clubs down south that aren't mm-hmm. even getting a game for them. Bringing that, there's no point in that. Like they're not going to be fit. They're not going to be up to match speed. Yeah. For me, it, it'll disrupt the team rather than strengthen them. I mean, I'm already scared for life. We. Some of McCann's signings for the Vanarama and uh, me recently McIntyre signings. Exactly. Um, from absolutely like, like, like you say, no name teams. Well, toss anyway. Um, no names. And but... some, of the, some of the boys pl- probably played about five games for Dundee, fucked off, and then they're retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were a bit, probably 23, 24. You know what I mean? They were stinking. <laughs> Mendy, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, you, had some, you had some boys that didn't even play again for Dundee and then retired, like Andrew Davies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who could forget him? What a shit show that was. No, I, I wouldn't be bringing in any of these jum oaks. Nah, no. Nope. Nope. Nah. I think we've got, there's good good experience in the team, good youngsters coming through. There's a there's a starting 11 there. I, I don't think it needs tweaked at all. Mm-hmm. So, Boyer, if you're listening, didn't he sign any players that are thinking about selling Herbal Life? <laughs> That's mad. I was thinking about Herbal Life the other night, actually. I can't remember why. Are you going for it? Ah, no. Not a chance. Absolute waste of time. Um, Nothing on you anyway. I know. I can't remember why I was thinking about that. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you were thinking of a Christmas gift for me. Not a chance, Danny. Not a chance. A handsome guy. <laughs> See, you never said nothing about my weight. You reflected for that. Well, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, right, we've previewed the air match. So, here it's the last week before Christmas. So, well, <laughs> the week for Christmas. The Big Rabbi D's Christmas toy appeal is when brilliant by the looks of it. Seen the pictures getting posted, they are constantly out and about. I think they will still be taking donations. I know it's kind of getting close now. So, um, listen, give them a bell. And if you're able to donate a five or ten or something on you go, a couple of presents, just email them, message them, Facebook, think on Twitter. Um, I think it's only Facebook actually. Ah, it is actually, yeah. And then mm. Twitter's a young man's game for them, and they're. They're, they're in the Facebook generation, aren't they? Oh. So, <laughs> but like you say, you can email them on the night72 at yahoo.co.uk. Um, or was it dot com, Paul? .co.uk. Yes, That was it. Email them on that. Um, speak to them and give them anything. They've, like you say, I'll try and get a few pictures posted um, on Twitter and Facebook accounts just to show what they've been up to because it is, it's been magnificent. Um, bunch of these uh, middle-aged men going around buying girls' gifts. It's a sight to behold. <laughs> well <laughs> done, guys. Well done. Obviously, it's for a good cause. So yeah, I can let my way with it. Um, yeah, but here, they've done brilliant. I absolutely applaud them every year for doing this, and um, even more so this year, considering the whole current situation with 
cost of living and all that. With so, everything. With ev- yeah, just everything just in every- general. Ev- just everything. Yeah, yeah. Food, lecky, everything. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, obviously a lot of underprivileged burns mm-hmm. could potentially wake up with nothing. So this is just, it's a great cause. And they've yep. done well. They've done really well. Yep. So especially like Gary Knight, Frank Henry, that's the, the two main suspects I've seen uh, out and about. Well played, lads. Absolutely well played. Yep. Um, but here we're coming to near the end of the pod, which can mean only one thing, Paul. Your favourite point of the podcast, the D archive look back. Happy days. I can't believe that, that, mate, this is absolutely bonkers that this is the last pod before Christmas. I just, mm-hmm. mate, that's 25 episodes. 25 and a few bonus ones that were, well, we never done them, but actually yeah. I, forgot, I forgot to mention that before when we've on to the archive, the, at least the Matt Lockwood interview. Yeah, brilliant. That Gary Cocker and Ryan Norrie done back in 2020. Um, that was that. That's doing well again. Uh, plenty of people don't re-downloading it. So that and the old Gavin Ray uh, one. So we've also got other ones um, in the pipeline that that we've also done previously. It's. Uh, I think the next one might do Jim McAllister. That was a pretty good one. I enjoyed that one with him. And I think after that, it's Barry Smith, which was a good one. And now I'm pretty sure there was another player. So it'll be as much as a surprise to me as it is to you when it gets released. <laughs> Couldn't have been that good, and you can't even remember who it was. <laughs> I can. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago, to be honest. I mean, True, I can't even remember a couple of days ago. I've got to watch the highlights and, and all that just to remember what happened at a football game that was at the day before, before <laughs> well, doing the pod. So. Well, I have to do that because I've had copious amounts of beers. <laughs> Mine just goes on no paying attention. Um, <laughs> but we will... Actually, speaking about player interviews, we actually will have a player interview coming up. Um, maybe before the new year. That's in the pipeline. Mm. Mm-hmm. Paul's getting invited up to my house, mm-hmm. along with it player, X player. I've not gained any any anyway, uh, skiffies here, but um, mm-hmm. that'll be a good one. I cannot wait for it at all. That's going to be a good one. That. So going back <coughs> to the archive. Can't wait. Here we go. So. 19th of December, 2015, 4-0 against Hamilton. Kane Hemmings with a hat-trick and uh, Greg Stewart got the other one. <sighs> 26 minutes, all it took from the first whistle to, well, say 26 minutes to take four goals. Class. What a game. Class. That was Kane and Stewart at their best. Yeah. <clears throat> what a partnership. Just a pity only it lasted a year. No, no. Oh, God, 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 they yeah. left. Good and good things with them too, up top. Yeah, but really. Like you say, these things happen in football. football we'll get over them. Him. Yeah, we'll get over them in about another 10 years. <laughs> I'm still no over Paul Tosh, so it's not going to happen, is it? That's <laughs> not happening, is it? <laughs> 20th of December, two birthdays. Chris Coyne. Good player. Yes. I like him. 44. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's getting on. I thought, he was, I thought he was older than that, actually. <laughs> well, maybe 44. he's not getting on, but 44. Big Aussie, big massive head. I liked him. Yeah, I, I liked, liked him. him. I liked him, he was good. No nonsense. Mm-hmm. And we've got another one. A youth player that's came on and played, well, played these, maybe had a few games here and there, 20-minute spell. Jack Wilkie. Oh, yeah. Yep. Happy Jack. The son of Lee Wilkie. Mm. Good on him. Jack. Jack Wilkie, who wears orange bits when he plays for Dundee. Not so good. <laughs> but happy Ho- birthday anyway, lad. Happy birthday, but I hope Santa puts some coal in your stocking. <laughs> the 21st of December, 2013, 1-0 against Alloa, away for him. Peter McDonald oh, scored the goal. Mind that again. But what did that victory mean? I've no idea. We went top of the league before Christmas. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So, what happened that year? I don't know, Danny. We might have won the league. Ooh. So there you go. There you are. Yep. Dundee, you better win against there on Friday, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) 22nd of December, Jamie Langfield turns 43 years old. Jamie Langfield, he's all right. What was his nickname again? Clangers, that's it. I just... (laughs) 
I've asked the question and answered it myself. But yes, that's it. <laughs> Did Dundee fans give him that? <laughs> I think it was United fans, actually. Yeah, probably. Because he always made a clangor when he played for them against us, or especially yeah. Aberdeen. Yeah, I, I quite like Jimmy Langfield. I, thought he was... I, I think it turned into an affectionate nickname from them. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. I always remember, like, I, I don't know why I've got an image of it, but him wearing like just an all-black kit, white gloves. He looked Aye. cool as anything. That's when he first made his step up, when Douglas went, and then after Douglas, we brought in Riccati. Yeah. And then when he went back to Italy, it was time for, La- it was time, for Langfield's, uh, time. Yeah. Or turning the goal. And yeah, I always remember that strip. That was a really good strip, that. That was smart as anything, all-black. Yeah. White gloves, it was cool as fuck. I love, mm-hmm. I love Goalkeeper kits like that, smart as. Mm-hmm. I'm 43 year old. So the 23rd of December, 2016. Do you remember this game? Hearts at Dens, 3 2 Dundee. Mm-hmm. Will I refresh your memory a wee bit? Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> what year, sorry? 2016, so not too long ago. Come on, eh? Hearts were 2 0 up after 48 minutes. Then Dan O'Day scored, and Paul McGowan scored in the 71st minute. I think he came on as a sub. And then Marcus Saber in the 93rd minute, bullet header. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, oh, that header. Mm -hmm. Burst the net, man. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Can't mind if I was there, though. Was that on TV? No. I remember, I remember, I think I might have been at that game, maybe. That was uh, honestly one of the best endings to that match in a long while at Dens, and a good wee while for me. That was that was some header. Even I think I think I was at that game. I'm sure me and the old boy were in the cocks. Sure mm -hmm. we were. Speaking of George Crown, and he said that about this game, um, because he was doing an article. I can't remember what it was about. Um, and he says that he remembers that game because, uh, he was in his house in like Stobie at the time. He said, and he actually heard the, the Dundee fans at the winner. Cool. I was like, it's not often that happens. So no, 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 no. I'm, I think I was. I'm sure I was in the cocks either. Hmm. But what a win! What, what a, a win! win. What a win! Um, twenty fourth. See, this is where it starts getting a wee bit. Of, just got to pick out anything because it's the twenty fourth of December. It's Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. We'll go back to nineteen seventy seven. Okay. It was a top of the table clash against Morton. Uh, Dundee were a point ahead, beat them 3 1 at Dens. Hey. 3 1 ahead after that. Away the lads. Got the goal scorer? I, I certainly have. So, I'll give you, you Morton's. George Anderson scored after four minutes. Oh. Then, the goal king, or Billy Purry, mm. got a double, 26 and 59. And then, well, Morton's got a player called Jim McLean who scored an OG. <laughs> hmm. So that would have pleased a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Maybe not back then, it was 77 actually. No, he was manager then, back then, so yeah. <laughs> cool. And then December 25th, Christmas Day. We'll go back to the last game that we played on Christmas Day. It was away to Montrose, 1976. Ian <laughs> Purdy, 53rd minute goal, seals the points. Merry Christmas. There's a present for your Dundee fans, two points. Twelve points. That's mad that we play on <clears throat> Christmas Day, like. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't like that myself right now. Nah. I like my Christmas Day waking up and getting pushed early. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've got what? my Magnum Prosecco already. Oof! I was thinking that we get a keg in the Dundee Lager. Was it the Dundee Seventy One Lager? Oh, I, I think we get one of them. Yes, yeah, good beer, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good beer. I like Marquis Magnum. It's like it's a big gold thing. 20 quid. Brilliant. Fucking Marquis, eh? Ah, oh, yeah, I hate it for breakfast. Yeah, well. You really wash yourself in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> but here's a useless stat. We've actually, we've actually played 26 games on Christmas Day. Really? Yes. <laughs> it was a common occurrence back in the day. Why? I'm going to say back in the day, 1900s. Hmm. No, got a clue why. I think I probably know why. Go for it. So the blokes would be, they'd be punted out of the house to go and watch the football. The wives would get the Christmas dinner ready and then after the game, the husbands would come back for their Christmas dinner, probably. 
Is that probably factual? Was. I don't know. It probably was. I like to think it was. I'm sure, you people used to do that as well. Like they would, the pubs would open on Christmas Day, but they would only be open, say, like for eleven to like two or something. Yeah, you know still mean? get that now, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure right. it's, I'm sure it's to do with that. But you know, I wouldn't care. I've got to put like a two week notice into my wife before us for now, anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> two week and two months. <laughs> Even then, it doesn't get approved half of the time. So no, <laughs> <laughs> couple of pops, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. 11 victories, 11 defeats and 4 draws oh, and that matters jot to anybody <laughs> it matters nothing <laughs> probably the vast majority of the defeats was because they were bevied <laughs> yeah, or they had their dinner early uh, bellies stuffed the turkey I can't believe that, I never knew that well believe it baby because it happened oh, I certainly do now <laughs> thank you very much Danny the fountain of knowledge. There we go. Well, useless. <laughs> yeah, always useless information for me. I'll <laughs> not sh- shy away for that fact. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I think that's it for the, this week's episode, Paul, isn't it? Yeah, man, that'll do. That'll there's do. only so much you can speak about when your game gets called off. Nah, no. I just hope everybody has a absolutely brilliant Christmas. Right enough, because yeah, because we won't be recording on it's Christmas Day. It's actually Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'll not be recording on Sunday, no. so there will be no podcast next Monday. I might set up a player interview. That, let's be honest, nobody's going to be listening to podcasts actually, so no, nothing's happening next Monday. No, we're deciding. taking some time off. We've been working hard, man. We're giving you guys time off at listening to us speak utter drivel <laughs> as well. So, <laughs> Paul giggling like a wee lassie and me stuttering away through every sentence. You get a time off. There's the present for us to you. Yeah, that's a great gift. Done. Consider it done. Right, cool. I'm no fair that I'm like you. <laughs> but I'm still fair the main missus. <laughs> but listen, everybody, thanks for listening this week, Paul. Again, thank you. No bother, mate. Pleasure. We'll also be back after Christmas time to speak about the air, preview whoever we're playing after that, because again, I've got none of the notes in front of me, and just speaking nonsense in general. Have a good Christmas, everyone. Mm-hmm.